The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being. Hello folks and welcome to The Natural Way with Sandy. This particular podcast is all about a very, very important function of our anatomy and that is the tongue. Well, what has the tongue really got to do with health and well-being or folk medicine revival, which a lot of the podcasts are all about? Well, interestingly, the power of speech can either be healing or absolutely devastating. And it's what we do with our tongue. Our tongue actually gives us the ability to put words together, as well as the tone of words that can be expressed by us. I'd like to dedicate this particular podcast to a very dear friend and client, and uh, we'll just uh, give her LM as the name, and she'll know who she is, because it was whilst working with her that we started talking about the healing benefits of the association of speech and just how powerful it can be. And as we struggle with life events, whether it is uh, some major decision we're trying to make or whether we are around people who basically are challenging us, we can feel uncomfortable, we can feel uncertain, we may be wanting to say something to a particular person or group but unable to express our emotions. And whenever we try to, it ends up in an argument. And how many times have we all been in that situation? So we need to look at what the power of speech is, how we could turn the speech that we will express into some constructive interpretations rather than destructive. But it's always very important to consider that it's foundational to be honest when we talk to people, for them to know that what we are saying is what we are feeling. You see, we don't want to be wishy-washy. We don't want to be saying something to a person because we think that's what they want to hear, because that's not being honest. But then others will say, yes, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, you can say things in a different way by being mindfully engaged with your tongue and being mindfully engaged about interpretation of events. And that is learning to put language into a constructive way. But why am I actually focusing in on the power of speech Because thoughtful and mindful engagement and an awareness of the words that you are expressing can have a profound effect that can either be in the negative or the positive. To drive that home, have a think at the moment about have you been told something 
many years ago, perhaps as a child, and that those words have lingered with you in the back of your mind all the time. They don't come up day in, day out, but periodically something will arise and those words will bounce up and they linger and they can resonate with you and affect you through your life. An example would be, have you been told you would never be able to sing? Or have you been told you will never be able to achieve a certain goal? Uh, Quite a lot of athletes, as an example, were told as a child that they will never, ever, ever be athletic and don't even try. And they've gone on to actually become world-renowned in their field. Or a child may have been told, don't bother trying to write stories because you're not very good at it, and they go on to become a world leader in storytelling. And there are millions of examples of this. One uh, person that I know personally as a child was told that they would never, ever be able to ride a horse to the standard of dressage that was required and they actually went on and represented Australia in the Olympics. So it only goes to show that what people say mindlessly can either impact negatively or positively. Some people will say, well, I'll show you, I will actually show you that I can do it, while others will believe that negativity. So it is up to us really to set up in our mind a belief system that we can change our words. Are you in a day-to-day event, maybe a relationship, where there are always arguments and fights and disagreements. And they always end up to be the same way. They start the same, they end the same. What's the commonality? Well, the commonality is the speech. It's become foundational and a habit. So by turning the negative tone and negative words to positive or say nothing, step back, and mindfully pay attention to the situation, know that it is a repeat of something that has happened previously many, many times, step back and walk away. Because whatever you say or do is not going to change the situation. Because really, if it was going to change the situation, it would have happened before, wouldn't it? So mindful attention to what you say and how you say it is important. Now, it's not just what you say, it's how you say it. It's the tone that will accompany it. An example would be, do you like such and such? And you go, oh yes. Or, same question, do you like such and such? Oh yes. Notice the difference. One is, well, do they really like it or not? The other is, well, of course they like it, but they are exactly the same words that were used. So what we need to think about is to thoughtfully engage with our words in every conversation that we have with everybody. 
and start thinking about, can I say different words or can I put a different tone to make it fit to be more positive? You see, interestingly, the words and the concept of words has been around for a long time. In fact, one of the best quotes that I just love is from Proverbs, where it says, Thoughtless words cut like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. I'll say that again. This is Proverbs. Thoughtless words cut like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Now let's take that out a little bit. You see, you may need to say to somebody something that's a little challenging, something that you know they're not really going to like. But it's how you say it and the manner in which you say it and the combination of the words that are put together will determine either a positive or a negative outcome. The most important thing about language is that as often as possible, you need to be thinking of your speech and patterns to be helpful, supportive, caring, giving, loving. Maybe offering some wisdom or knowledge. Maybe those words are going to be falling on ears that will reject what your thought processes are. So being aware of the recipient's behaviour and where you believe they are can help guide into a positive solution or a destructive argument. So mindfully engaging with our speech Literally thinking about every word, the, the tone of our words, so every word itself and the tone of the words. Is there a different tone that you could put into the sentence? Could you change a word such as looking to the positive rather than the negative? And also doing something that is really, really difficult and that is to literally think before we speak. So to think before we speak means that you need to be engaged with your 86,400 seconds a day mindfully. So being mindful about each second that you're in, what is happening, what you're hearing, what you're listening to, what you're saying. But foundations must be set. And the most important step in the foundation of today's discussion about speech is honesty. Always speaking the truth. If you really are going to be saying something that you know that is going to be with the truth, maybe the person, the recipient at the other end of that may be going to be challenged by it, can you soften the words? Can you soften the tone? Can you maybe say, 
my principal thought when talking to you is that you will always know I will be honest. Now, honesty does not mean harsh. So you would be saying, I would always be honest, so you will always know I will tell you the truth. For me to lie and say something different would really not sit well and I would not be able to do that because I respect you too much. And then you would be, you've set the foundation and that you are now being honest. The next is being compassionate. So thinking in terms of compassion, thinking about being gentle rather than harsh, gentle rather confronting, because gentleness will always win out before harshness or a confronting behaviour will. Thinking about the use of language to benefit and not destroy. How many relationships are destroyed day by day where the love and caring and giving of each other slowly is whittled away as words and language are harsh, confronting, angry and then there is no love, there is no respect left. And now all that is left is anger, confusion, frustration and there is a always at the base of these sorts of relationships where someone is doing something that the other party doesn't like and the other party wants the original party to change. It functionally, in all the years that I've been working in mentoring people around relationships, invariably when human beings come to loggerheads is the fact that the the one feature is missing and that is acceptance. One person cannot accept the other. And in a relationship that has become extremely destructive and negative, invariably both parties cannot make the changes that the other wants. Yet they struggle to stay together. Instead of shaking hands maturely, accepting that, no, I'm not going to be the person that you are wanting. I used to love and care for you. I still care for you. However, it is time that mindfully our 86,400 seconds each day do not merge together. And I will go on my journey and you go on yours and may be to be able to recall and reflect and have some loving memories. But maturely moving on. Instead of constantly, day by day by day by day, going on about what the other person is not doing and you want them to do it. Well, big words there. In other words, you are not prepared to accept the person for who they are and what they do. What you want to do is spend all your time on judging them and not accepting. So therefore, your language will become non-compassionate. It will become angry and it will be frustration, confusion, that harshness that will come out. To engage with the gentle, compassionate aspects 
will always mean letting go of judgment and accepting. And with that, it may mean you need to physically move from one area to another. But the destruction has not got to to continue. So what does this mean then for us? What we need to be thinking of is on a day-to-day basis, how often are we exposed to negative and challenging speech? As I've said over the last few podcasts, if we look at the media, they are beyond disgusting. Who writes the news? The words, the power of the speech that is put out in the news particularly around our character-building moments of COVID that is being presented to us. It is being presented to us very thoughtfully and very mindfully, but in the negative. As they write the news, they are thoughtful and mindful to use words and inflection of tone to keep people glued to the TV, keep people there in the negative, Because you see, folks, if it was a good news story, would you really tune into the news? If it was a good news story, would you bother? Because it's going to be good news. Everything's happy. But, oh, no, we need to know about this just in case. And that's why it always costs more to advertise during the news than at any other time on TV. Why? Because the negativity that's going to be put out there that people are engaged with their TV and they have the advertising subliminally there feeding into your mind. Power of speech, no doubt. The power of words and the power of mind engagement. Now you could mindfully either accept or reject the tone Start thinking about those words that are coming out in news stories and ask yourself, is there another side of this story? Is this all there is to this story? We know how many deaths we have. We know how many new cases we've got. But how many people actually have recovered? How quickly have people recovered? How fast has the the rapid recovery been for the greater majority of people? There's the other side of the coin, folks. So the power of speech also gives you an opportunity to broaden your mind. But from now on, start thinking about the healing power of speech. If you got into less arguments with people, if you were less confronted by what people say to you, and if you can start turning words into healing words, compassionate words and supporting words and actually as Proverbs said engage the tongue of the wise which can bring healing and being wise having some wisdom about words is starting to become engaged with them ask yourself if you got yourself into a little bit of an argument with someone could there been another group of words you could have put together to avoid that if as an example You can't think of one at the moment. Start putting words down as you do think about them. So always think in the context of what your words are doing. What is the recipient of those words? What's their behaviour? Is there a look of sadness? Is there a look of being confronted? Is there a look of anger? 
Or is there a look of acceptance and joy? Is there one of engagement that's in the positive? Folks, power of speech is absolutely brilliant. It can be motivating. Words can be stimulating and motivating. They can be sedating. They can be upsetting. They can be a whole range of things. It really is up to you to start getting better words out there. To be linking with... Because what goes on between our ears and then what comes out of our mouth is foundational to effective well-being. And that is what I wish for you. So folks, please find happiness in every moment as we engage further with our podcasts. And I'm getting them out there uh, as much as I can really. There's a few weeks that I'm missing, but... um, the reason for that is is that I'm having other uh, talks that I'm giving. Um, I'll be starting to do more of Queensland now and as soon as our borders are open, I'll be doing some talks and uh, hopefully looking forward to maybe getting one done down in uh, in Melbourne if we can um, get enough people to come along to one. So anyway, keep me posted if you'd like to... Uh, Book me for a, uh, a talk around anything to do with natural medicine or positivity, speech, uh, mindfulness, etc. Then please don't hesitate to contact me and let me know. My uh, email is sandy, S-A-N-D-I, at sandyrogers.com.au. And um, we're doing more of the Eastern Seaboard. Gimpy's coming up soon, so I'm heading up there, which is going to be very exciting. And... I would like to pass on again my love and blessings to LM um, and hopefully that this is going to be of support, help and guidance. So we really do need to not only find happiness in every moment, we need to start engaging with what words can we put out there to say that yes, we that's exactly what we're doing. Please stay in touch and let me know if there is any uh, podcast that you would like. I do have quite an extensive list, but I want to get these mindfulness ones out uh, first and foremost. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being.